I think not showing the gameplay is a bad thing. Welcome to episode 160 of Frenzy Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey, how's it going? You're yeah. N- you still haven't changed up the, the intro. Maybe I will one day, and it'll take you by surprise, and you won't even know what to do. I'll be like, we are with Blake, and Paul will say hi. It's, it's, often, <laughs> it's often I take a sip of my coffee or water while you're <laughs> introing Paul, and yeah. then I'll be like, oh, I have to you spit know, take. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 maybe I'll keep an eye out for like the perfect time to ambush you. Yeah, yeah. With a greeting. Um, how are you guys going? That was a weird way of me saying guys. <laughs> how are you guys going? Yeah, 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 all right. Okay, good. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. We missed uh, recording last week. Yeah, why was that? Uh, that was because I was busy with League stuff. Rocket League? Oh, yeah, I was playing Rocket League. League of Legends? No, no, Rocket League. Rugby League? Yeah, Rugby League. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're talking about work, basically. Yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, you were yeah. Doing work. Which uh, I don't think the the trailer is still not out, but there has been a teaser, so I yeah, can't really say too much about it. But um, yeah, I've been been working hard on some league stuff, or hardly working, or hardly working. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've seen some balance manifestos. Oh yeah, out. Uh, so cool stuff. Obviously, a lot going down. Yeah, as always. Are you? You know, you had a lot to do with uh, balance stuff when you were. I did. GG. Yep. Are yeah. you sitting back looking at? Are you doing some armchair game of designing? Of course. <laughs> of course, I am. Um, you know, <laughs> it's but it's very easy to be on the outside and be like, "Yeah, wouldn't have done that." Yeah, I suppose that's what this whole podcast is about, really. Yeah, <laughs> Just armchair game design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know, even people who aren't game designers will do armchair oh, game yeah, design absolutely. all the time. Where it's like, uh, I I thought this game was great, except they did this really stupid thing. Yeah. And then maybe there's like a really good legitimate reason they did this stupid thing, you know? Um, you guys been playing stuff? You guys have been playing uh, yeah. Snap. I played some Snap. Some Marvel Snap. Some yep. Marvel. Oh, just... was it really supposed to play the Marvel one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, oh, just, uh, nope. not just the one no, Pokemon where... Snap? Yeah, I was playing Pokemon Snap. Oh, oh I was I, not the one where you just play cards. Yeah, I like, was playing Snap, just regular Snap. Like, <laughs> oh. And when the two cards are the same, you you try and snap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Pokemon cards, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, another energy <laughs> snap, and then you take a photo of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and I did play some. Um... What? <laughs> How about play... uh, God of God of War? War. Yeah. yeah, the new God of War game. Yeah, I played. Yeah. Maybe only like two hours or something of the new God of War. Um, so here's what I've heard is that it's more of the same, which is great. Mm. Uh, has that been your experience so far? Yeah. Uh, I, I really actually feel like the thing, the thing that's slowed me down in playing it is that I really actually feel like I should have gone back and played the first one again for a little bit because I did uh-huh. play quite a lot of the first one. Yeah. Um, I never finished it, but I don't finish games. So, what do you feel like really you're missing by not um, finishing the first one? The ending, partly the ending. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do do like this flashback thing yeah. uh, where they show you what happened at the end of it, oh, okay. um, which was really handy because I didn't finish the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember in the first game, uh, through after quite long periods of time you would sort of unlock new weapons and Mm. stuff um so you would spend quite a bit of time learning the first weapon and how to do all the combos and everything with that and then you would unlock another one well the uh chain sword things Mm. um which have quite a different gameplay yeah yeah whereas in the second one you get the chain swords really early on yep and there's just a whole bunch of like combos and things that I'd learned previously, mm. but I've forgotten mm. because it's been a few years. Yeah. And Are they assuming that you know those combos in terms of like the difficulty? So you can go into um, some of the menus and like figure out what to do there. Yeah. Uh, and it does show you the basics and things. Yeah. But I still felt like I was missing something that I had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
well, and like I could be wrong about that even, but there was definitely like I'd actually do something correctly and be like, ah, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I you went through the first sort of main sequence of combat, and there kept being like dudes up on ledges, and after. <laughs> After trying to kill a few of those awkwardly, realize there's maybe like 15 minutes later that you can throw the axe at them, <laughs> which is like this obvious thing, but yeah. I, it just wasn't in my mind to go straight right. to That's one of and, the most fun parts of God of War 1 is throwing the axe and yeah, then having it return. I was just so caught up on hitting things with the axe and <laughs> trying to like perfectly time parries and yep. stuff. I've yep. been playing Elden Ring like oh, recently, right. so yep. Yep. I just went in with that approach. I haven't played the recent God of Wars, but I played God of War 1 and or God of War 2, like the original yeah. on PlayStation 2. Um, and those games, had I, I ran into the same issue with those games that I ran into, into with Devil May Cry, which is um, I tended to find a decent enough combo uh, and not feel any incentive to veer from that. Yeah. And... So combat became quite repetitive and God of War tried to spice things up a bit by like having like the quick time event, like kills. Mm. So you had to like, yeah. once you, once they got low on health, you had to like spam X or whatever. And, uh, that made it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least for I me. Have, I have like this. So one of the, the very first input you have into the game, there may be a little bit of walking first, but the very first combat input you have as a quick time event hmm. in god of war ragnarok in, yeah wow okay. and i was like oh no oh no it better not be too much of this yeah. uh but hmm. I, I haven't had an uh, there's been small bits where like uh something attacks you and you need to sort of counter it you've got a split second to counter by hitting the quick time event yeah that i feel like is fine gotcha yeah yeah that's that is fine i think uh it was when when it's like a series of cutscenes you have to spam when yeah it's when kratos is doing stuff that you can't do when you're controlling him yeah and then you're just like jamming some buttons to make him do crazy stuff yep yeah uh would you recommend this game i haven't really played enough of it too but it is very pretty like the game looks amazing Mm. yes uh i'm not quite hooked on the story yet but it's very heavy on story so i think if you're into heavy story based action games yeah probably for you do you need to watch a youtube video to catch up on the story no there is a pretty good uh flashback thing oh, okay start. well that's good that they do that mm. what are you playing it on playstation 5 oh uh, yep yep so it looks really pretty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> i saw that was I've, I've been thinking of getting it but i saw that it was Wait, is it is it on anything else? Yeah, it's on PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, I don't want to get the 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 downgraded version, but I also <laughs> yeah. don't want to buy a whole new console just for this one game. Yep. And PlayStation I'm, Five is a really good console, though. I know. Like, if stuff. you uh, yeah, just it is. just the the site. Where do you even put it? <laughs> mine, you still can tip it over on its side. So okay. Mine's still underneath the TV. It definitely is the only white thing in that TV cabinet. <laughs> you can get different color faceplates now, though. You've got to pay extra to get the different wow. faceplates. It's pretty... It, that thing's crazy. It looks like a it looks like a like heater. Like, I have a heater in my house that looks <laughs> like, like about the size of a PlayStation 5. It, it probably puts out as looking. much heat as well. Yeah, it probably <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, mine do. <laughs> um, I got a, a new PC, as I mentioned in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh... I bought um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, really? I did, yep. What? You look so shocked. I am. Why? <laughs> I'm just, I wish Sav was here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is very pretty. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kind of kind of boring. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I played it probably a couple hours. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm still, it's still snowy. Like, I haven't even made it oh, out. That's of, the like, intro, man. Yeah, I know. The intro is like very long. Yeah, it's it like is really, really long. And what's kinda, what's kinda boring dull. about it? There's a, there's a lot of boring elements, honestly. Like, like what? There's a lot of slow travel on horseback. Yep, there to is. You got to feel. That's what I like. You feel 
the environment that you're in. The, the, the also the usability is is bizarre. Like in terms of how you actually manipulate things, especially at least on mouse and keyboard. Okay, so like I have yeah okay. yeah like, I haven't played it with mouse and keyboard. I, I imagine it's like playing a piano. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, just I, every I think key about, is... <laughs> I think about like how would this even work on on controller because there's just so many inputs required. It's like, pretty crazy. <laughs> like like uh, having to switch your weapon loadout. Yep, you have to go to your horse, and then it's not really obvious, but like the the item wheel is not where you switch your loadout. The item wheel is showing what is in the loadout. Yep. So you have to toggle between these item wheels, and it's just like I honestly I I got into the vibe of it. Like I I feel that that game is like kind of leaning on the simulator side, and it's just trying to simulate every kind of like like aspect of of like the real life that this is set in. Like having to go to your I, horse. I get it. Like like when, yeah, I like that. Uh, like I remember. Uh, Riding but, to a location and there was going to be a fight. And sure. so I was like, all right, I'm going to hop off my horse. And I started walking over there and I, was, I realized like, oh, my shotgun was put in my horse when I hopped on it. So I had to walk back to my horse, uh-huh. take the shotgun out <laughs> of, the, of the, the carry satchel on the horse. And it's yeah. like that level of just like of uh, detail. Like yeah, I, I really got into there's, it. There's that stuff like, you know, but, the, but the, they, they veer away from the simulator. Um, yes, I mean it's not in, all in the ways that are that are like I think to its detriment. So like the the like smell of vision, <laughs> where you can like track an animal scent. Uh, yeah, yeah, but and I mean, how, like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna? Well, they, they leave footprints. You know, like if, yeah. if you're if you're leaning on into the sim- simulator stuff, mm. make it about like tracking and observation. Yeah, yeah. Um, do the footprints glow? I don't remember. I don't think so why would i mean unless the beast is radioactive i don't think so okay and um, you might be able to highlight them though right well that's what the the smell vision thing does is like it highlights the path yeah to it basically just follows the footprints hmm. i've always um, been interested in a game where um you know it didn't give you that extra hud element of like glowing footprints hmm. it's like if you had to actually see the footprints and actually follow them because like witcher does does this right where you come into a scene and it's like you're trying to figure it out and you're like oh what's going on here but really it just comes down to follow the glowing footprints yeah you know? I, and i am kind of tired of that being the thing as well like some a lot of games have like these big sections and mm. you, you have the first one where you got to learn to follow the footprints and yeah. there'll be like a bunch of poorly used situations later in the game where it's like hey follow the footprints yeah. again yeah. you like, know oh, how now yeah um there's also like the whole conversation mechanic is is still weird. Like I haven't used it much. Mm. Like again, I'm only a couple hours in, but like um it is it feels like additional inputs that are yeah. necessary. Like it, you you basically go up to someone and then you toggle into like talk mode. Mm. Um which doesn't actually start the conversation. It it just poses you two options. Yeah. Often which have the same result. <laughs> I haven't. It's like, I it's haven't. Just greetings. It's like, yeah, sir, or or hello, and it's like, okay, you can point the, your gun at them as well. That, yeah, but that's, that's, that's a, a conversation. That's a different thing, right? <laughs> like that's, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh... I. It's been a long time since I've played it, so I I can't really remember the the conversation stuff very well. I don't um, like any of the characters yet. <laughs> really. I remember quite liking the characters. I'm not again. I'm not that far into it, but like, yeah, you're really not far into it at all. Like, you've, you've, seems like a real dick. I would, I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say you've not even started playing it. I'll probably play it some more. Like, really? But, like, if you're but, still in the, the the snow place is the tutorial. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a really long tutorial. It is a long tutorial. They could have spread it out a bit. I think, like, maybe I don't open know. it up a bit, let the player experiment. Yeah, um, and I, then bring up the the important element as you go do you think choosing a snowy place like that was a good first intro into the game because everything is slowed down because of the the snow like you're trudging through it it's like you can't see very far ahead of you like you don't even get the grandness of uh the western until hours into the game yes um that's a good question I think they did it so from from like a creator's perspective I think they did it because it's a good way to or to limit 
where mm. a player can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to that end, it is effective. Uh, but like I think, um, there, I think you raise a good point, and I think there are other ways to achieve the same result. I mean, narratively, it's important. I think that it's mm. the winter and stuff. But yeah. like, but consider if it had been like, uh, there was a flood and and the bridge was knocked out and mm. the river was still flooded and they couldn't ford it. Or yeah, yeah. Across to wherever they needed to go. Yeah, you get you get a very similar result without that sense of like just being slowed down yeah, so much. Yeah, um, but yeah. doesn't it play a little bit into the wanting to get to the part where it's less slow and the wanting to get to the open world where all of a sudden you have the freedom? So but like that, you're trying that, to get through that that has to play on the player's implicit knowledge that there is more. Um, whereas the experience of the player is. This is all the game is so far. Yeah. Um, I think that there's, you know, I, I narratively it's, it makes sense. Like it, the, everyone is suffering. There's a lack of food. It's mm. cold and they want to get out of that area. Mm. And um, so I think that there's, you know, there's, there's narrative justification for it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one for me to say. Mm. Again, I haven't even gotten out of it yet. But <laughs> so I haven't experienced what it feels like to not be slow. I yeah, because I I do agree that like I when I started, I was like, yeah, I know there's an open world coming, you know. Yeah. So I know I knew this was the tutorial section. So yeah. I knew I'll just get I'll just get through this, and it's not it's not it it like you're right that it does slow it down so much because there is so much to learn. But, okay. Like all the controls and all this, and it just slows it down to a point where you can get a grip on on how to actually control. Yeah, in this world, I think part of it, I think also a lot of it comes back to that sense of it trying to be a simulator more than mm. like a fun experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Like if we talk, you know, I'm gonna go to my favorite comparison point, Zelda here. Oh boy. Um, Oh boy. Let's talk about like Zelda locks you in an intro tutorial area as well. Mm, yep. But you can also, here's the thing. Uh, maybe you're going to make this argument. You can very quickly see the open world right in front of you. Yes. <laughs> like, you, you can you see can. that that's there. You can. You're not going to be like, is this the whole game? I don't know. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, that's not what I was going to say. Okay. But what I was going to say is they've got snow elements that are slow and, yep. Um, yep. and important for gameplay reasons that teaches you about mm-hmm. how temperature works and. Um, about cooking and yeah. like clothes and all these things, which is you know there's like elements of that in uh, in in Red Dead as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's there's hunting, like just like in Red Dead, you can hunt animals mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. food. Uh. It's just like it covers a lot of the same gameplay territory, but mm. it gives players a lot more openness, and also it's just a lot more fun because <laughs> I can like do what I want to do. Yeah, because you don't have to memorize like. Three different layers of controls. Yeah, I don't have to go into nested menus yeah. to do things. Like, have you punched your horse accidentally yet? No, <laughs> it'll happen. Okay, <laughs> it will happen. Okay. Is that? It's uh, a common thing because of the controls. Yeah. Oh, one thing I do want to mention um, is it, it runs into a common video game problem of dialogue uh, interrupting to forward the gameplay in a way that is very un- unnatural. This is this is another thing that kind of they they lean so hard into like trying to be character driven and story driven mm. and like grounded um and then it'll be like a character talking uh and you'll get to the part in the terrain where you know the the actual the next objective begins and that same character will go shh <laughs> like <laughs> you were just talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and it's just, uh, you know, there's there are ways to handle that a little better. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's not, not the perfect game. Yeah. It's very beautiful. And I, I see why people love it. Uh, I'll probably play a lot more of it. Yep. I don't know that I'll finish it. I've never finished a Rockstar game in my mm. life. It is really good, dude. Like, that... It is really good. Yeah. Like, I... I really got into the the simulatorness of it. Yeah. Like even when you go to a store to buy stuff, right? The menu is like a physical book and you're turning pages on it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Like it's so cool. <laughs> and like every item in the book is actually physically in the store. So you okay. could either look at the book and flick through what you want, yeah. or you can actually walk around the store and just pick the thing you want. So um, 
Zelda. Zelda has the objects in the store. Yeah, and you can yeah. Just walk up to oh, them yeah. and buy it. Yeah, yeah. I know no, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Zelda. Wow. Not, not not an uncommon trope, is what I'm saying. Like, well, it's pretty uncommon in a lot of the games I play. Uh, Zelda Ocarina, Ocarina doesn't do Ocarina, that. Ocarina, uh, Ocarina of Time on yeah. Nintendo 64 just had the items displayed behind the shopkeeper. <laughs> that's all you could buy. There was no, like it's a, it's a very like you're saying sure I shouldn't be impressed. Zelda on the Nintendo Entertainment System just had the objects displayed. But isn't it more the book that you were? Well, about I mean, there? it was both the book, the, the fact that the book and the book's like newspaper ads, right? Yeah, yo, and the book has yeah. yeah. It it's it so dives into like trying to make you feel like you're in this world. Yeah. it's great. But yes, also stuff being around the shop as well that you can and you just, can just buy it and you can just buy it off the shelf. Yeah, okay, okay. it's okay. like Zelda. Okay. I get it, but okay. like Hang it's on. certainly not like Cyberpunk. Here's the thing that really annoyed me from a gameplay standpoint. Yeah, um, very early on, you go to. Uh, uh, it's like you go to someone's house. Like this is like the very first mission. Yep, you're, you're going to like a cottage. Yep, and um, it's taken over by like the the bad Some, your, your rival gang. Or yep. Whatever. Um. Okay. There's actually two elements here. I I was trying to figure out the controls, and so I accidentally stood up and shot something, and then that skipped a bunch of dialogue. Oh my and, god! And got like you know the narrative got kind of wonk. Whatever. Um. So anyway, I I get through that whole gameplay sequence, and I'm clearing out the house. Like, you get to loot the house. Yeah. Looting, by the way, takes really, really long time. Well, you know, you got to get into that slower-paced mindset I... where you're just slowly picking up stuff. Look at this. Look at this whiskey <laughs> bottle. Put it in your satchel. Pick at this other... Can yeah. beans. Yeah, yeah that, can that of beans. Is... This, like, hair wax or whatever. That is, um, <laughs> that is what that feels like. Yep. Uh, uh, anyway, so I'm looting this house, and I realize, okay, there's an upstairs part. Mm. And I go up this ladder, and I'm like, oh, there's more stuff up here. And then I look across the way, and there's a dead body on another part of the house. Oh, yeah. But I can't reach. Oh. I can't loot the body. Okay. So, like, how did he get up there? Maybe he was probably shoved up there by the gang, because wasn't he no, the, no, no, the no, husband no. of the woman that's in the house? And, no, no. And... Husband, the husband is dead in, in the fr- and frozen in the cart in front of the house. Oh. Well, who's um, the body? It was, I think it was one of the gang members. He was like shooting out of the window and he got like killed in the shoot off. Oh. And then there's just like this this part of this house that I literally can't reach. And I'm like, well, why? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so maybe you know. it's maybe it's a uh, I don't know, metaphor for life or something. <laughs> it's just, sometimes it bandits in the roof. Yeah. It's, sometimes you, you can't, can't get up there. Sometimes <laughs> you can't always get what you want, Nick. So I think that's sometimes what it's trying to tell you. Sometimes you can't loot the body. Sometimes you can't loot the body. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Mountain Blade Two. Oh, like uh, which is uh, if we're talking about simulators. Yep, way prefer that. So, <laughs> when was the last time? Was the last time you played it like last year when we were both yeah, playing when, it? When we talked about it, it was pretty much the last time I played it. So they, it's fully out now. It's fully out. What is what has changed? What is there's a there's a lot of little changes and some more noticeable ones. Uh, the I don't know how far you got. I never finished it. Did you ever get to a, like, did you ever assemble the dragon banner and stuff? I don't know what that is. Cool. (laughs) So, so no. (laughs) Well, that doesn't, I literally have no idea what that is. So, uh, when I last played it, like there was a few quests. The the main quest was essentially assemble the dragon banner, go talk to some various NPCs um, who will try and argue for you to either work for the empire or work against the empire. Yep. And then, like, whatever you choose, the other side kind of just trying to works against you. Mm. And essentially, there's, like, a, a countdown timer that every so often will just cause dudes to flip on you. Right. Whoa. And, like, go to war with you. Yeah. And that's what that was previously. And now, there's, like, the same countdown timer, but there's, like, lo- sort of a constant stream of objectives to help delay it. Mm. So, like, you'll be like, oh, there's um uh, this conspiratorial hideout uh, near this castle. and you should check it out and maybe you can like delay their plans a bit hmm. or they're trying to ship weapons between these cities. Um, you, maybe you can, you know, get in there and, and mess it up or whatever, or, or there's oh, a bunch okay. of, bunch of bandits that yeah. are roaming around your towns and, and harassing people who are not loyal to the empire. Oh. And you can do all these things to just sort of slow down the, the conspiracy against you, mm. which is pretty cool. Um, when, when I last played, you could do like swordsmithing. Mm-hmm. Right, you could like the, there's this whole blacksmith mechanic, and yep. it's really in depth. Um, 
but the, the only point of that was like you could have maybe eventually make some really good gear. Yeah. And that was the only reason. I can't remember if I engaged in that or not. It's surprisingly deep, but yeah. now they've added an actual gameplay reason beyond that. Oh, which yeah. Is like, uh, whenever you enter the smithy or whatever, you're going to have people who want weapons. Right. Like, they, they've got orders for you. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can basically craft them and make a profit immediately. Oh, cool. If you've got the materials and the skills. Yep. Um, and sometimes it requires that you, like, tinker a little bit with the shape mm. or the parts or whatever the weapon to get what they want. Yep. Um, so that's kind of neat. There's like voice acting, which is kind of wonky at times, but fine. <laughs> was there any voice acting when we played before? There was one character that had partial voice acting. Okay. Um, How much has voice acting now? Uh, a lot of the intro lines. Hmm. In fact, I think almost all of the intro lines and then um, the, the main characters. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, there's There was also... When I played, at least, the first time, if you wanted to get married, there was basically a sequence of events you had to do. Mm. Like, you had to raise your relations with the person's, like, patriarch yeah. or clan leader, and then, like, go through this whole, like, convincing mechanic. Mm. And it was, like, it was quite in-depth. Yep. And <laughs> I don't know if I, if it was related to, like, my, my status as a king or whatever, mm. but when I wanted to get married in my current game, it was just, like, yeah okay, and then, and then, like, there, was a, there was a wedding. If you're a king, <laughs> I was like, oh okay. If you're a king, I think anyone's gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if I I don't know if they changed it because mm. they thought it was just too complicated and over the top and unnecessary. Yeah, or if it's like related to my status or what. I don't know. Okay, but there's there's been quite a lot of changes. Yeah, basically. I remember when I played. I don't think that whole there there was marriage, but like I don't think it actually went any further than that. Um, because, uh, I remember there was one castle wait, wait, in particular. Wait, what do you mean it didn't go further than that? Well, I, like. <laughs> like you didn't, you didn't get to bone down? <laughs> there was no quick time events. <laughs> Blake, I, I'm keep telling you, they shouldn't be quick. <laughs> How else do you win, be, though? It should be like normal time events. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't, I don't act fully remember, but like. There was one castle in particular I wanted because it looked like different than all the others. Yeah. And the the daughter of the guy that owned that castle, I was like trying to get reputation with. Yeah. And like it it didn't seem to go anywhere. It's like it seemed like I couldn't like no no matter how high my reputation was, I, I couldn't seem to to get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh you But I also I'm was just to... like a uh a, a sure uh, mercenary bandit guy. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember, but what I, my main goal was trying to take over this castle through marriage, and it didn't happen. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you'd ever be able to take over a castle through marriage. What happens when you marry is they join your clan. You don't. You don't join. Theirs. Oh, okay. So you don't get their feet. Actually, I think that. I yes, I think I did in a game marry then, and they did join my my yeah. group. Yes. Yeah. Um. They they've done some some cool stuff though. Like uh, I I don't remember this being the case previously, but now when you have kids, uh, as they grow up, uh, at various life stages, you get to choose sort of what direction they go in in terms of their stats, mm. and they kind of give you a narrative framework for that. It's like, mm. um, you know, uh, little little Jimmy uh, takes after his father in the ways of vigor and okay. socialism. Yeah. Socialism, socialism, socialism. Definitely feudalism. Socialism, social skills, and man, you have a you're a bunch of woke mercenaries. Um, I my you know what my clan is pretty woke. I've got a lot of female that's good clan members. Yeah, yeah, who lead armies in the battle. Uh, anyway, that game is really fun. Um, this obviously is some frustrating elements, but the. The siege battles are great. Oh, you can use siege weapons now? I don't think that was in last time I played. What kind of siege weapons? Catapults uh, and... Catapults, ballistas, trebuchets. I think they had... Honesters. Yeah, okay. Maybe they didn't. I know you... you there was a... You could build them. You could them. build them, yeah. And, like, in the in the overworld, there would be, like, automated siege battles. Um, yeah. And that's still the case. But now when you go into a castle siege, if your siege weapons are still aligned, yeah. you can just straight up use them that's cool and like they they're very kind of leaning into the simulator side of that you like you need two people to use a, a an honest uh, for example, where it's yeah. like 
you have to wind the thing. Yeah. Or, I mean, it all happens kind of automatically when you use it. But then someone has to like leave and get like a big pile of rocks. Oh and wow! Put in the thing. Yeah. You so you have you have to turn the thing to fire it, and you that's know, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, that definitely wasn't in when I last played. Then. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's pretty neat. Uh, I also noticed that like the castle walls and stuff have destruction destructibility. Oh, like proper. Yeah, oh, like wow. like I've seen. Uh, like a trebuchet hit a castle wall and chunks of rock go flying. Whoa! Uh, and like you can bust the castle walls down and storm inside. And stuff. Wow! Mm. Yeah, um, you could only bust the gate or put up ladders before, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, they might I have even had the castle wall mechanic then, but I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't ever remember climbing over a broken castle wall. It's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's uh it's just really fun. Uh, combat's still great. Hmm. Uh, it's still, there's, there's bugs. Yep. There's, uh, I have, there's a weird one where regularly the genders will get swapped in dialogue only. Oh. Hmm. So it'll be like, I, I, I attack someone and, um, it'll be like a dude and he's like, uh, what are you talking about? We're, we're allies. And I'll be like, uh, sorry, madam. <laughs> Man, you, that's just you. Just you, you. So like, okay. <laughs> uh, that's great. And, and, the, and the reverse happens too. It was like a, yeah. a lady, and, and it's like, sorry, sir. Like, okay, that's weird. Um, Maybe that's just their attempt at your character being, I don't know, snarky or something. Could be. It took me a really long time to. I, I my my clan scaled up pretty quickly, and then my money deposits started rapidly evaporating. I've yep, I remember having that when I first and started. I, I went into like uh, triage mode, or I was like trying to figure out, just trying to plug all the holes, yeah. all, all, all the cash holes. Mm. Uh, that was quite interesting. Um, I have been save scumming though as well. Oh like, yeah, like if I get into, I'll, I'll like save the game before I like. Try and take on a castle or whatever, and I think everyone does that. Really, yeah. I prefer when games don't let you because yeah. if there's the option to, yeah, I will do it. Yeah. My <laughs> my thinking with that is that like, uh, if I go into a castle siege, especially as like the first time, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So if I fail just because I didn't know, like what how I'm the doing, mechanic works. Yeah, how the mechanic works. I'll do it again and be like, okay, now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but if I if I know what I'm doing and I go in there. And I lose it. I've I've lost it. That's I'm not I'm not doing it again. I will and... reload that save. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, me I, too. I really like it when games just like have a place where you've got to go to save, and then you've got to go do a thing. Yeah, yeah. If they just allow you to open menu and save, I I just abuse it. I can't help myself. Mm. I need to check this because I might be wrong, but I think there is a mode where you can't. There's an Iron Man mode. Yeah, you've got like two saves or something like that. Yes, or or yeah. it's not even. I think it's like you uh, you can't load. A save after you've loaded it or something like that like uh okay or get even games that just auto save for you and mm. yeah like you've just got to keep playing that like that's all good as well yeah this does auto save but it keeps a log of like three yeah you can go back if you need to um i i've been playing it there's there's some modes that i i want to kind of tinker around with at some point uh, there's also like it's it's very heavily mod supportive, so mm. I haven't even looked at the mods. I yeah. tend to not really mod games in general. I think I did get mods when I was playing. That doesn't surprise me because you you mod everything. Yeah, I've also mm. I also forgot to mention because I was playing Cyberpunk. Uh, all the mods of mo that's heavily modded, and then that is part of, was part of my enjoyment of playing that. Oh, yeah. oh, that makes a lot more sense yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so Mountain Blade Two, yep. great game. Uh, as previously discussed, I fully endorse uh, this fun medieval mm. simulator. Have the um any has there been any like graphic upgrades? Good question. I don't know. I do remember when <laughs> it was looking pretty pretty. I know. Yeah, it's, I it mean, still it's looks looking, good. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I do remember when I was playing it and it was in early access. I remember suddenly the the overworld map just That's looked true. better. Yes, they did do that yeah. at one point. Um, uh, nothing that is stands out. It, if anything, I've seen some like weird graphic things. Oh, lighting, yeah. lighting gets a bit weird in some spots. Mm. Um, there's areas out in the desert where, like, uh, I'm guessing for like art signaling reasons, they texture where other art pieces are meant to join in, but the oh. textures stretch beyond where the art pieces join in. So, oh. Like you can see like red lines 
where you probably shouldn't be able to see red lines and stuff. It's a bit weird. What, like two meshes intersecting each other or something? Yeah, two meshes intersecting each other, but intentionally. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And, and it looks like an artist has like painted the part where they're meant to intersect red, but then the intersection doesn't cover the red. <laughs> right. Hmm. You can so see the same. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's not, you know, it's not perfect. Hmm. Have there been any, um, you know, the the actual battle maps? Yeah. Any new battle maps that you've found? Uh, every castle, it seems, and every town has its own unique battle map. Oh, as that's as, cool. As far as I can tell. Yeah. Which is which is fantastic. Yeah, because I remember there was probably like two actual town maps or something when I played. Like really? Yeah, I think so. I I maybe three. Like there were really not very many. Okay. Um, at least so far that I've seen, um, everything mm. seems to have, every town has its own unique battle map. That's and then cool. every terrain has a, a, a small variety. Yeah. I was, um, I, yeah, I always remember like, uh, I, I could tell I, it was, it was such a small selection of battle maps when I played. Okay. I, I easily, I remember so well that I was like, oh, I'm on this map. That means I need to get into this position because yeah. this is like the best defensive spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I mean, I've definitely had duplicates and stuff, mm. uh, but um, there's, there's enough variety that yeah. I don't mind. And I, and the fact that you don't know where in the map you're going to appear and stuff mm. helps a little bit. As yeah, well. maybe that was it because I was you always started from what I remember in like almost always the same spot. It yeah, it's usually one of the, one side or the other. Yeah, but um, even that is enough and. You know, yeah. you don't your your army composition and their army composition and how you behave on the terrain really mm. makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that that game is all about battles, so if you're gonna run into, uh, excuse me, have you tried the trade game? I I have. Yeah, I told uh, last time you were trying to you were trying to get to the point where you can buy fiefs. Yep, yep. Uh, um, I was just playing as a trade merchant, going around buying and selling stuff. Yeah, and I, and I had I questioned uh, this decision I had, at the I time. Had, I had workshops in like so many cities, and I had like two trade caravans or something. Yeah, I was raking in so much money. Yeah, but uh, I st- I just uh, got fizzled, bored, fizzled out with that. Yeah, because it's it's really repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that 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 is the the biggest issue with this game is if you try and take a narrow mm. uh, gameplay stance, like as if, if if you want to role play, say, yeah. Um, as like a, a, a trade merchant yeah. or like, uh, like a, a Lord or something that is just like kind of, you know, relying on charm or whatever, mm. you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the game really is about doing a little bit of everything. Um, but focusing on combat, I think. Yeah. I think the most fun I had when, when I was like, I'm just a mercenary going around Yeah, and that's it. I'm playing, um, do you know, uh, Berserk? I know of it, yeah. And he's just a he's they're just a mercenary band going around, and I'm just like, this is just like that. <laughs> so great. Um, what I did is I joined the like desert faction. Oh yeah, and, and then um, obtained a few fiefs just through nice. my sweet skills and loyalty, and then bailed on them and kept my fiefs. <laughs> immediately went to war. See, with I me. I never did that. I I joined uh, the purple kingdom, which is like right in the middle. Yo, no, and they that's the weakest they suck. one. Yeah, because like okay, I got a castle, yeah. and I was like, sweet, they gave me a castle. This is awesome. But it's like right on the border of like an enemy, and I'm yeah. constantly getting attacked. And I'm yeah. like, this is actually terrible. I don't <laughs> like this. And like, I'm just watching the map as the purple kingdom shrinks further and further. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm I'm just barely holding on to my castle, just barely. <laughs> but the rest of the kingdom is falling apart around me. Yeah, and I'm like, I think I need to leave. Yeah, you, but you can leave with the fief. Yeah, I <laughs> I never did that. I just started a new game. Yeah, and was like, okay, I'm not gonna. Yeah, my the next game I was like, I'm not gonna join a faction until way way later on. Yeah, and that was when I had the most fun. Yeah, yeah, I I do like that. There is quite a lot of freedom in how you approach mm. that whole dynamic. You can join and leave. You can yeah. play as a mercenary. You can never join one and just sort of grind your way to like nobility. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then found your own kingdom. What um, is the um diplomacy like? Is there have they have they added any? Yeah, there's some like it's usually just like declare war or peace. Yeah, that's um, not really. But uh, it's, it's not a diplomacy focused game. No, I always wanted to like have a little more in depth diplomacy you know 
Uh, what do you mean? Well, like, okay, if someone is at war with you, so even as simple as like a total war diplomacy, where there's where you could just send them gold and they'll, um, you know, send them gifts and their yep. opinion of you would raise, and then the likelihood of going to war is reduced. Is, is reduced. I think you can kind of do that. Like, yeah. I think I, I don't fully understand how the how the AI determines when they go to war with someone. Mm. It seems to be a combination of like um, how many units and territories you control versus them mm. and whether or not you are already engaged in war. Because it feels like if you are already engaged in war, yeah. you're much more likely to declare war on you. Yeah, yeah. Because you're vulnerable. Yeah. Um, so I haven't quite figured out if there's more to it than that. Mm. Um, but like it seems like if you have good relations with someone, it, then they're less likely to... Yeah, but it's like, how do you foster good relations? Uh, you can like do tasks for them. You can, uh, you know, that yeah. You go to their king, and they're like, uh, "All my horses have died. I need someone to get a bunch of sweet, sweet horses." Okay. Um, Is there a thing where okay, you're at war with someone, uh, you can't exactly go visit their king for for quests to no so you can visit their king (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah but he's not gonna give you a quest yeah uh (laughs) no the way the way war works if you want to like get back into peace mode Mm. you basically have to either pay tribute oh okay which is determined by like how overwhelmed Mm. you are like you know if if they have a huge amount of territory and troops and and have imprisoned all your dudes you're gonna be Mm. paying out the nose yeah um or if you have won a bunch of like unlikely battles, mm. they may end up paying you. Mm. Um, There's no vassal system either, right? There is. Like if you, so, you know, I mean, you, you've played Stellaris or whatever. There's, there's yeah. sometimes you can get into a war and uh, the outcome is like you become, you're not destroyed, but you become a vassal of this larger empire. Right. Uh, I don't know if there's anything quite like that. I mean, you, you, well, it kind of is. You, you end up kind of like adopting people into your, your clan and stuff. Hmm. Um, you can, uh, you can convince people to leave their clan and I join have, yours. I and have stuff. heard of that. Uh, I have seen people go around and somehow convince lords to just yeah. join them. And I'm like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. You can even, you know how you find like those wanderers in taverns and stuff? So you yes. like, is, for, for Paul's context, there's yeah. um, there's like NPCs that you find in taverns, and they're just like sort of named NPCs that uh, have stats and stuff, basically like your character. Yeah. Um, and you you can basically uh send them on jobs or have them fight alongside you or have them lead your their own war parties. Um, but you can also, if you have fiefs, give them your fiefs and they become their own clan. Um, and so then they they have a level of independence they can then but hire still under you they're still under you mm. but then they can hire their own hire like companions uh-huh. and and it just, it starts to branch out a bit yeah, um, okay. so that's what i started doing see that's cool i like that so mm. like when my costs were out the nose mm. and i was like losing five to ten thousand dinars a day oh my god um five to ten thousand <laughs> yeah holy moly yeah. I, had, I had like one hundred fifty thousand, and then it was like dropping rapidly and i was like trying to race back to a, just any allied base oh my god <laughs> it, was, it was bad so i was like trying to plug the holes and uh and then i discovered like if i give away my fiefs mm. um that or the the biggest costs were like my garrisons so i had like hundreds of troops defending my fiefs mm. yep um and i uh was like okay well i could just give that garrison away like give that whole fief away mm. And I don't pay up that anymore. And uh, they're still part of my territory. Yeah. And I have a larger army now because I have like, uh, I have the same follower with the same party. Yeah. But they've also got followers of party. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I realized that this is how you actually expand your kingdom. Yeah. That was how I re- I remember realizing that 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 is how you get those ridiculously giant armies. Is That's that not how I did it in the first game? I don't think I ever figured that oh, really? out. Really? In the first game, the way I. <laughs> Did you just keep building a giant army? <laughs> uh, no, there was that, but um, I would, I would just, I would like beat the same NPCs over and over and over again, and then let them go. Yeah. Um, and that really would raise the relations. Like, if you don't imprison someone, they like you more. Oh yeah. So I would just, I would fight them, yep. and then not imprison them, mm. and then eventually they'd be like, uh, yeah, okay, I guess I can join your side. 
Okay. And so I never realized that you could turn and basically any follower into yeah. a thing. It was just uh, yeah. I was just kidnapping other followers from other factions. That's funny. Yeah. Um <coughs> oh, Paul's just Oh, it's COVID. You got some COVID in your throat. Oh, just all of a sudden COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a sudden COVID attack. Oh. Anyway, that's Mountain Blade 2. Really good. Yep. Paul, you should try it. Uh, I think it's on console. Yeah, I actually had a look when it came out. I like the idea of it, but... It's time-consuming. It looks time-consuming. It is. It's got this really great... Uh, growth you know well we've talked about the organic growth. i yeah i know but like yeah. i know we have a lot but, but like is that lovely. is really is the lovely. draw for me where yeah. i still remember like like the last game i played the first battle where it was like me and four guys versus like four other guys and i yeah. just barely won yeah and i'm like man that was intense and then you know a few hours later i've got like hundreds of troops and i'm yeah. and i'm still thinking back to that 4v4 yeah. <laughs> What's wild is I've had battles where it's like a thousand troops versus fifteen hundred troops yeah. or whatever, and it's still really close. Like, like you just barely scrape by, or you lose by like yeah. just a few dudes or whatever, and and it's still it, it's still just as exciting. Mm. I had a castle siege where it was like five hundred versus fifteen hundred. Oh my god! And we lost, but I think the other group was down to like thirty guys. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like it was so close. Sometimes that's it, sometimes that if you can just. If you can beat them down even so much that they yeah. actually become not a threat later on, yes. that's a, that's a win to me. That's yeah. that's how I feel in yeah. like because I've been playing like Warhammer, yeah. Total War. There's situations like that where it's like I'm going to lose this army, but, but if it's going to cost them so yeah. much, a pyrrhic victory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the issue with that in Mountain Blade uh, is the way wounded soldiers work. Like if you, you you can you can beat an army, yeah. But you, they don't necessarily lose their troops. Yeah, yeah. They, they lo- they'll lose a portion, but they might keep like two thirds of them, mm. and like in two or three days they'll basically be back yeah. to full strength. And uh, that's kind of I, annoying. I do remember in Mountain yeah. Blade it can yeah, take a true. long time to to replenish your army after a straight up defeat. Yeah, there, there was once where I I completely lost. Yeah, completely lost, and uh, I was imprisoned in a castle for like days. Oh, yeah. and you just watch. <laughs> The, yeah. the time lapse going by yeah. of day and night cycle, and then finally you're released, and you're, and you're just like you and like one guy or something, or maybe it's just you, I can't remember, and you basically have to start from scratch. Oh. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's you, pretty good. If yeah. you have a fief, though, yep. uh, you can just take all the troops out of the garrison. Ah, yeah. So you can go immediately back to like 200 dudes. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, but see, then that's the thing. If you've got... But then your garrison's weak. Sure, but then you could like retake that castle or or yes. or or defeat that enemy yes. who is now weakened from that like yes. victory that cost them so much. Yeah. Yeah, and I've done that. Yeah. Um oh, yeah, actually there is one thing they've added. Uh at least I hadn't seen encountered this in my previous playthrough, yeah. which is rebels. Oh, that yep, I've not so, seen those before. So cities and towns and whatever uh castles mm. uh will have a loyalty rating oh, and if loyalty drops too low yeah. rebels will just take over they'll be like oh. they'll capture all of the people who live like all the lords or whatever yeah. and um they'll form their own faction oh, and wow. if they're around long enough they become a legitimate faction whoa that's yeah. cool yeah wow so, that's been pretty cool um that was something i never properly understood was like how so you're a lord you've got yep. your castle and yep. the territory has a couple of towns yep. little towns how do you like raise like how do you bring up those towns how do you do some village management so it's it's pretty basic but you there's like a managed city or managed castle button on the menu yeah and it, you go in there and it'll have a bunch of things you can build right um and uh and it'll have a bunch of stats mm. uh things won't get built if the loyalty is too low people just won't oh, do the work interesting so um one of the things you can do is like hold festivals and games uh, yep. to raise loyalty. And once loyalty is high enough, you can start construction and then you can like fund construction with your actual money to speed mm. it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and one of the things you can build will also speed up construction a bit. Oh, cool. Um, or you can build things that will raise loyalty. So you'll have to like kind of hold these games. Festivals every once in a while. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so it's, it, it really is just about choosing what your build order essentially and mm. kind of, uh, checking in regularly to make sure that things are progressing the way they oh, like that's cool. you, you want them to. Um, there's lots of things that 
will affect loyalty and security and prosperity. Mm. Like, these are all stats in the cities. And then there's like there's an aspect to it that I I don't understand. There's like because you can you can hover over the stat and see how it's established how it's getting to the, whatever the number is. Yeah. So if it's like seventy five loyalty or whatever, you can see how it gets there. Mm. Uh, and it'll also it'll show you what the predicted change is every turn, mm-hmm. every day or whatever. Um, and one of the things that the stats list is like loyalty drift, which is like a, a positive or a negative effect. Okay. And I just don't know where that that comes from. <laughs> Still, I've never figured it out. It almost it, sounds security like security drift is another thing that that shows up. Ah. So loyalty drift makes it sound like a neighboring lord is. That's what I've been wondering as well. Maybe it's like proximity to an enemy. Yeah, or... but then does that mean that you would have to check that on neighboring villages then to see if any of them are actually have a loyalty towards I you at all? I don't know. I I don't even know if you can manage villages. I I need to look into that. I've only mm-hmm. ever managed castles and towns, uh, so I need to look into that. Can uh, a village turn into a town? I don't think so. I think the the world is pretty static. because uh, yeah. that would be. That would be so. I mean, this is you know my, my village management one. Yeah, I was like, that'd be so cool if you could like, you know, like build other towns and other like things I, I in agree. in your in your territory. I agree. Or like, or just do something simple like maybe you can, but like fortify your towns more because they're constantly getting raided if you're on the borders. You you can actually kind of do that. Can you build walls? No. See, that seems so oh, obvious. Oh, to me. In, in town, I was a lord. Not, not in villages. Put a wall around build a wall. Yeah, it's Vill- build a wall. <laughs> villages, no. Yeah, you can't. But towns, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, towns. You can increase your wall health. And, oh, and, okay, nice. And, and the rate at which your walls build and stuff. But um, a village cannot turn into a town, and I think that that is something that should happen. You know what? If if you had the capacity to straight up destroy a village so that it, it was gone from the map. But you you could also like start villages yeah. and, and that kind of th- I yeah. think that would be great. There's like quite serious balance implications. Oh yeah, there. absolutely. Like, one of the mechanics is for trade is mm. like distance from things, right? Yeah, and 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 what things grow, right? You know, like what they produce. Yeah, yeah. And if you could, for example, cluster up a bunch of villages around like a town, and they all grow wheat, and the town produces beer, mm. it would be broken, right? Like, why would that be broken? Because you could, you would just be making tons of money from your your breweries or whatever. But isn't that how real life works? And wouldn't that be like the thing that gets raided the most because everyone wants the thing that makes the most? But then amount. you could you could probably focus on like fortifications and ways. And if you could then like upgrade village to towns, you can yeah. have this big cluster of impenetrable towns. There would be balance. I mean, people would be coming by, and enemies would come coming by and seeing that and being like, "That's a big juicy target." Uh, yeah, but now consider that each of those towns has a garrison. Yeah, okay. Uh, and like each, you can each, you can the hire troops from them. Drunk though. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You good? Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. You're only making beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no food. It's no food. We we and and they have a lot of bread and a lot of beer. Yeah. Uh, the beer is also alcoholic. I mean, the, the beer is also, <laughs> the bread is also alcoholic. We're we're almost out of time. I just want to. Uh, I've ranted about uh, Mountain Blade Two for far too mm. long. Um, do you oh. want to do you want to rant about um, Marvel Snap? Now? Yeah, you, I do want to rant about. That. I have another game I want to mention. Oh, go for it! Go I for it! I don't think I actually talked about it. Did I mention For the King? No. So I started playing For the King a couple of weeks ago. It's what is a, that? Um, it's kind of like a board game, honestly. <laughs> okay. Like on it's on Steam and on PlayStation and stuff. Uh-huh. It's like a roguelike co-op but turn-based and you can only move a certain amount of tiles okay and it's got it came out in like 2019 okay so pretty old yeah it's not super new but they're putting there's a new one they're working on now that comes out like next year okay uh a a turn-based roguelike but also it feels like a board game huh yeah well interesting because if you could die in a board game (laughs) then Yeah, uh, and you play some dangerous games. <laughs> I, I do mean one of those more complex board games where that sort of uh, role playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, like, uh, yeah, so like Kingdom Death Monster or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. similar to that. Uh, but yeah, the world is a bunch of hexes. There'll be like monsters and stuff, and sometimes there'll be monsters blocking the path to whatever. There's like dungeons you can go through. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's really quite cool. Um, 
me and Stacy played through once till we died. We haven't started a second go at it yet. Uh huh. But uh, oh, is it, it's it co-op? Yeah. Oh, so you play with up to three people, and it's like this adventure across a world where. Wait, what platform are you playing on? PlayStation, but it's on Steam. It's on, right. I think it's even on Switch. Cool, cool. Um, it, it felt so. It's really not easy, um, and there were several points, even in that game before we died, where it was so close to us dying. Uh, like at one point, I even like cheered because we'd just managed to survive. Nice. This thing. It's <laughs> yeah. really that's, that's what you want. Yeah. yeah, and because uh, it has. It's almost like a dice roll, but it's you might have a hammer that has requires five tokens to do like a special ability. Yeah. Um, but each token I think is like a fifty fifty. You can choose you've got a what's it called? Vigor or something that you can choose to spend that will guarantee a couple of those rolls. Okay. Uh, and and this won't regen on its own. You have to go back to like town to mm. rest to get more of it, or you can use tents and stuff. Okay. Um, there's also a bunch of potions and things you can use to so regain it's some of it. Sort of like a there's a, there's an element of resource management when you're out. Definitely, and about. Yeah. yeah. And even the default settings are like really quite rough in terms of you getting more resources. Uh huh. There's even um like the default inflation level is eighty percent, so every so often things will just like. Jump up in price yeah. by 80%. 80%. Yeah. And like that includes the basic healing here wow. that you need to use mm. all the time. So you're you're incentivized to spend whatever you have yep. as soon as you get it because um but you yeah, all fall. these things are like configurable as well. Where if you just go in and just play it, the default rate is eighty percent. Um now as a co-op game, um, how much cooperation is actually happening? Uh well, because it's turn based and so when you're in the overworld thing, you will kind of just discuss with the person you're playing with what thing you should head towards next. Yeah, just there sort of one some... person is the map controller, and then... Ah, uh, you take turns moving. Ideally, oh. you want to stay together, but you could not. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> It would be a disastrous idea if you Yeah, split yeah, up, yeah, yeah. You could. Yeah. Um, And then even when you go to loot, and so say you choose to go the same way and fight this monster, it's like five turns, of, uh, five steps away. You both manage to move up to it. Yep. The fight radius is not, you don't have to both be on the tile. It's, like, it's got like a range that okay. will show you when you hover over the enemy. Yeah. Um, but if you go in and you go into like a turn-based fight where you alternate and you'll quite often need to discuss what kinds of attacks you want to use. Right, okay. Whether you want to spend the fervor, fervor I think it actually is, not um, bigger. Whatever the resource yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you might need to stun the thing, and one of you can stun, the right. other one can do some other thing. Uh, and then when it goes to loot, you can choose to, like, it'll alternate. It'll start with gold and then, like, a bunch of other drops, including, like, herbs and yeah. maybe a weapon or something. You can choose for gold to share it or just take it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's co-op, but, like, if the person that gets the first opportunity to loot the thing can just take the thing. Yeah, okay. Go about it. Have you if you're standing you on the that? same tile, you can like sh uh, swap stuff. Yeah, you because you will quite often need to swap herbs and things. So yeah, okay. Because the healing resources are super limited and they're mm. super expensive. This actually sounds like uh, quite a lot of fun. Now, uh, what's it? it is it a, a long game? Uh, you said it's a roguelike. Are we talking like uh, from start to? say end or or regular death don't know because we've only died the once we died at level nine well our characters were roughly yeah. level nine this was about i'd say like two hours into the game or something okay hmm. um it can be because it is turn-based things are slowed down a little bit yeah but I have no idea. And it's also got like a bunch of different game modes and things. As you go through. This is very much. This, I'm intrigued. I, yeah, I'm tempted. I really I, want to play more of it. But yeah. Stacy was a bit like bummed that we'd died. Because we'd <laughs> just gotten to like. Mm. We'd gotten to a point where we felt like we were in control of killing all the enemies and yep. stuff. Um, and we'd just gone back to town. Yeah. Killed right up. Saw like this wisp enemy. Yeah. 
turned out it was with an ogre. And we were like, we'll just fight that, you know, get some XP before we go off and do this next thing. Uh-huh. And the wisp-ogre combo was ruthless. <laughs> the ogre <laughs> could oh, no. stun. Yeah. And the wisp had, like, crazy evasion and would oh. drain your fervor. <laughs> so the wisp, like, drains us. Yeah. We've got no ability to, like, stack the things stuff. up. And then the, yeah. every, uh, every time the ogre hits us, it stuns and you, like, lose a turn. Man. And we got stomped. Wow. That's incredible. Like so, straight from the game being like we'd just <laughs> gotten through all oh, the we got this. Yeah. 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 You just I, came out of town. I'll show you. I think yeah. it's <laughs> even funnier that this was just like, oh, this is just a side thing we'll do on the way to the bigger thing. It was. It was hundred <laughs> percent. Get wrecked. <laughs> this is often the case with I find like uh, this I find this to be regularly the case with roguelikes where it's the randomized side content that you've never seen before. That yeah. has we hadn't fought a wisp before. Yeah. I think maybe we'd fight and fought some of the ogres and it was completely fine because we'd only fought them on their own. Yeah. And I'm sure like once you know, okay, the thing you do here is like you make sure you focus fire the wisp, use all your fervor right, right up. So that's what we tried, but because the wisp had such high evasion, uh, yeah. or we, we blew everything on misses. Right. And then had no Damn. fervor or anything. So we actually should have gone with the, the ogre, ogre, which was like uh, way tankier. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And seems, but that's the thing. Like you learn, you you learn the strategy, yeah. right? And then you come back. Yeah, I can see the psychological barrier for Stacy, yeah. where it's like, so can I, 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 I don't want to embark on that emotional journey. I've, <laughs> I've become attached to these characters. I don't want to lose them. And we hit, and it's yeah. just straight up like, oh, game over. But but, but this... it does warn you when you open the game. It's like your first run, mm-hmm. you will die. Yeah. It's like every time you open the game, it's got a box there that says this. Yep. And yeah. It's it's how you're meant to play it is to because uh, as you go through and complete objectives, you get uh, law points which you can use to outside of the campaign oh, unlock like a meta new characters, cool. uh, yeah. unlock new side content that can mm. shops that can pop up and things yeah. like that. Nice. So I think you're meant to die. Of course, spend your law. And try a different run with different characters. Yeah, experiment. Do you know how? Sounds great, honestly. Do you know how different the world will be on your second? No idea. I uh, so there are a bunch of different like game mode things. Mm. Uh, I haven't tried any of the other ones yet. Uh, Kieran that got me onto this has, and he said they were trying some side content thing. Mm. I think the main original game should be roughly the same in terms of overall objectives mm. but there's clearly randomness and uh what enemies spawn where yeah there's also a day night cycle and okay. during the night way scarier things happen mm. but do you know if, if, do you know if the world itself like the loca- like the actual like environment is uh, more randomized not yet or is it just always the same overworld map yeah I, i'm not sure i think this other game modes will be different, maps, mm. but that's just sort of at a guess. Yeah, because that is part of the rogue light thing, right? Yeah, that so the, this... the worlds are randomized to some extent. Yep. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna get it. Me too. I definitely want to play more of it. It's yeah, it's fun. It's, it's also it's... <laughs> like thrilling when you've just scrape through and it's like just just scrape yeah. through and you said it, it's up to three players for co-op yeah i think so and i'm just counting that's cool know, how it's, many people are in this room real quick <laughs> it's cool that you uh mentioned this game because i have had my eye on this game for like two years really oh really and i've been on the oh, fence about buying it because it wasn't early access it's already out so you're like, i think nah. I, I can't remember <laughs> if i added it to my wish list when it was in early access but yeah. that seems like something i would have done it came out in 2018 so Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, um, but the second one's out next year. Next so year, yeah. I, just, I was googling while you were ah, yeah. talking because I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I want to get it. Um, but it right. has that board game look, right? Like you, you saw some images of it. Yeah, it's hexes. Yeah, it does. yeah, yeah. Um, that look that that sounds great. I'm gonna probably buy it as soon as I get home and force my wife to play it with me. Nice. Um, we're out of time though. Uh, so thank you guys. Yep. Uh, if you've got any comments or questions about what you've just heard, I, I don't blame you. Yep. Uh, you can email us, frenziequestions.gmail.com, or you can get a, leave comments on YouTube or on our Facebook page. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. 
Uh, we'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, I wanted to give a, a shout out to Aiden on our uh, shout Facebook. Shout out to Aiden. Because uh, we had a short conversation and he has convinced me to play Doom. Oh, yep. And I've been playing <laughs> Doom 2016 and I think we'll probably talk about that next time. Yeah, that's another game I need to pick up. Yep. All right. We'll be back. Bye. people aren't sick of listening about listening dude i the funny thing is i realized uh when you showed me the actual that actual game i realized i had been seeing ads for that probably like the whole week before we talked about it yeah (laughs) yeah i've seen ads for it as well nothing showed gameplay though no no it was just the like you could uh uh samuel l jones is a character whatever his name is uh uh nick fury yeah You, you can swap nick fury out for the boss of uh, Avengers, what are you? Uh, what are you gonna do about it? Uh, <laughs> Build your own team. Uh, oh, I saw ads for it as well. I don't know why they're not showing the gameplay because the gameplay is great. I think yeah. not showing the gameplay is a bad, like a bad thing, especially uh, which is generally a bad thing. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> not showing gameplay is a bad thing, but uh-huh. especially for mobile games. Because how many mobile games have you seen? Oh, that fucking fake ads. Fake ads. Oh, God, I hate them so much. Do you want to? We can rant about that. We can uh, rant about it. The ones where you're pulling the pins uh, on, on certain God. things. There's so many of those games do that. <laughs> I've, uh, you know what? Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, we should. Because I've, I've got some good examples of oh, that. Oh, great. I've downloaded uh, Yeah. All right. All right, cool. Oh, you downloaded download stuff based on the ads. Yeah, oh. of course. <laughs> well, I suppose what else is there to. To judge uh, a yeah. game on. It's it's uh it's either that or just randomly up from the store. Like Would you if they had a um like a like a shuffle download on uh No, I would it, not do that. <laughs> so you no. wouldn't just hit randomize and it will just like pick no. a random game and download it for you and load it up. No. Would you have Steam did that with early access games? <laughs> if okay with with uh app games let, let's say they're free right a lot of the app games are free that's yeah. fine there's very little like you, you're putting very little in to downloading it right if that was the same with uh early access games and it was just like here you just get you just get this early, early access, access game, game for free but it's like a random game <laughs> yeah i'll probably do it it's just like get my phone a virus please <laughs>